Welcome to episode two of Music Magic with Chick Corea. You're listening to the song Royalty from the CD The Vigil on Stretch Concord Records. That song is dedicated to jazz legend Roy Haynes, who just happens to be the grandfather of Marcus Gilmore, Chick's drummer for the new CD and band of the same name, The Vigil. In this podcast episode, Chick has a chat with Marcus about the making of the recording and taking the band on the road. Later on, we'll tell you musicians about a very special online live and interactive Chick Corea music workshop coming March 2014. You can learn all about that now by visiting our website at chickcoreaworkshops.com. Now enjoy a conversation between Chick Corea and Marcus Gilmore. Take it away, Chick. Hi, this is Chick, and I'm back here at, uh, let's call it the Vigil Broadcast, or uh, the Vigil Radio Show. We're still searching around for how to land on something. For today's chat, I'd like to uh, present to you Marcus Gilmore, my favorite young drummer who's been playing with the band uh, now since the beginning. He made the recording, and we've been on tour all year. I first met Marcus, I believe, when he was 12 years old, because uh, uh, he's the grandson of uh, my dear friend and mentor, actually, uh, Roy Haynes, the great Roy Haynes. And here's a conversation Marcus and I had in Tokyo recently. This is Marcus Gilmore you're listening to. And I'm Chick. This is this voice. Chick, Chick. That's this voice. Chick, Chick. And basically, we're, we're promoting this webinar thing mm-hmm. that we're going to do. But, um, you know, giving people a, a, a look into what Vigil's all about, what the band is, and want to get uh, uh, get your opinion and, and your, your take on it. Like, like, we made this record, the Vigil record. Um, it's only one on record so far, and mm-hmm. and because there wasn't time to go out and tour and work the music in and then do the recording, uh, we did it sort of by email. Like everybody mm-hmm. listened to to the stuff that I put down and then came prepared to to the studio. Right, right. That was interesting for me because um, well, it was interesting for all of us. I guess we yeah. nobody knew kind of what was going to happen. R- rolled through. What was your what was your take on on the record? Yeah, it was it was very interesting because uh, yeah, I mean, it was like the first time we all well, first time it, first of all, it was the first time we all played together. It's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And it was also the first time we played that music. So it was a lot of firsts. I yeah, guess. it was a lot of <laughs> a lot firsts. Of firsts. Well, well, you know, just pre just prior to that, we had had a slip in. With that week that we did at the Blue Note with uh, Stanley and right. Ra- and Ravi, mm-hmm. but there was you you were there and I was there and, and, and Charles, was, Charles there. was there. We did play Planet Chia there. That's right, we played Planet Chia. But uh, you know, Galaxy and Galaxy Legacy, um, Outside of Space, all the other, I think all the other pieces. Yeah, we hadn't played, so it was yeah, it was it was exciting because it was all new, <laughs> it was all fresh. Pick pick one out Things and talk talk about how it came, went went down in the studio. Okay. Um, hmm. Okay. Well, Galaxy. That was my first time playing Galaxy. I heard the demos and everything, and I checked out the music. But you know, it's always different when you're actually playing it for the for the first time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to figure out because I I thought about it a lot. I listened to the demos, but I was trying to figure out what kind of what kind of groove or what kind of approach to have and I remember asking you I was like so what, what do you what do you think about this uh-huh. <laughs> you're like yeah okay let's let's start there 
mm-hmm. see what happens, see how it feels, whatever. So, okay, cool. Run it through. And it was interesting because everybody seemed to have a different, um, a different approach to learning, learning the music. I mean, I, I remember Tim was kind of a, he was kind of far from everybody, right? I mean, he was, he was, in, he was in another room. Yeah, he was across the hall and in another room. Another and then room, you yeah. were you were in an enclo- I was another room too. In enclosed uh, uh, glassed off area. Glass, yeah. But it was great because I could still see everybody mm-hmm. except for Tim. <laughs> so, right. so that was cool. Well, I, I couldn't still, I couldn't see Purnell though. But, no, uh, Purnell was in uh, was in another room. Or Tim was in that room off to the left, and Purnell was in the room down the ways. Right, right. Um. But it was great. I could see you and, and, and Hadrian and Charles, which was really, really important mm-hmm. for me. Um, and I do remember, yeah, I remember Hadrian learning it, too, because, well, he, he basically learned everything by, by air, right? Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, I thought he, was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's amazing that way. Yeah, he came in and delivered for sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He, has, he, had, he had that exclusive not knowing how to read music. Uh-huh. But nobody seemed to mind. Cause yeah, made up for it. <laughs> yeah, everything, all the, all the talent. So, that oh, was exciting. It was, it was really cool. Was that um, the Was that the first uh, tune that we recorded? Do you remember that? I don't know. I don't know what the first tune. I don't think it was that because that was a really involved piece. Yeah, I think we might have recorded something. I feel like maybe we did Chia or something like that before, but I don't uh-huh. know what was first. Yeah, I, I, I can't remember either. Uh, there were only seven tunes that made it on because they were kind of long. And is that including the one from the Buna? I think so, yeah. Pleasure piece. Uh, well, there, there was an added track, Hot House. Oh, I heard that, about that, right. That, that we put on from the Blue Note oh, okay. also. Yeah. Right. But yeah, Pledge went on from the Blue Note. That, yeah, that's nice. That was really nice. You know, that when we really play nice. the Blue Note coming up in um, uh, uh, in a few weeks, um, in a in a in a week actually, mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if Robbie's in town. Invite him down to sit in with us. Oh, nice. Yeah, be cool. Robbie Coltrane. That was a great week too. Yeah, um, but it was man, it was a crazy week because that was the hurricane. Mm-hmm. It was a hurricane, a blizzard. And the election, <laughs> all that same week, and and uh, and the electricity <laughs> and the, was up, and electricity was out until yeah. the, until the day of the gig, and pe- wow. people were people were uh, c- certain sections of New York people were struggling. Yeah, they had they had no uh, it, it wasn't there, there were no real disasters, but some some people did. Oh no, there were some disasters. Yeah, some people, a lot of people got flooded. Flooded, a lot yeah, of people getting flooded like out of their places or. Like it was, it was pretty bad for certain people in the coastal coastal regions, like in Brooklyn. Right, right. I know a lot of people that lost a lot of stuff. Well, uh, we didn't know that we yeah. were going to be able to play the gig at all because the lights were out at the at the Blue Note un- yeah. until that day. That day, yeah. Till the day of the first gig. Yeah, that was deep. We were rehearsing all week. Like, I hope, <laughs> I hope we can all <laughs> make up for this by playing some gigs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Luckily, we got we got around to playing the gigs. Hmm. Every night, somehow we we made it through the hurricane and the snow and the yeah and yeah. the election and the election. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Never yeah. ended. Yeah, but yeah, I'm really. It's really cool that we got that that piece on the on the album though. That was the that was the first uh, that was the first time we played pledge. Yeah. Oh, that was the, that particular one was that the first particular time? rendition was the first time we performed it. Wow. Like we rehearsed it a little bit and mm-hmm. then performed it that first time. Wow, wow! And then we played it two or three other times during the week. Yeah, that was definitely one of the one of the highlights of of the sets. Yeah, yeah. So, um, 
Now we've been we've been uh, we we we're on our third base player now. We are we are. <laughs> Hadrian Hadrian came in and delivered real hard on on the first uh, part of the band, mm-hmm. you know. And then Christian came in for the summer <laughs> uh-huh. with a whole other kind it's of vibe, kind of, right? It's kind of like a like United Nations, <laughs> like because <laughs> every bass player is from a different place. Yeah, come with a very unique. Um, I don't know, unique, unique experience, really. Because, yeah, Hadrian has, you know, where he's coming from, and then Christian is a completely different thing, and then, yeah, Carlitos is playing now. Yeah. He's bringing something else, too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this H- time is a different band, right? It really is, yeah. Hadrian, Hadrian's a young French guy, mm-hmm. uh, plays plays uh, the um, uh, electric bass, mm-hmm. Um Christian, everyone knows Christian McBride. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philadelphia. Chris, <laughs> Philadelphia. Christian came in playing both the uh, upright and uh, and the um, uh, and the electric. And he put he put some of his funk element in there, mm-hmm. which was real nice, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And his Ray Brown stuff. Yep. Yeah. The booty of Ray Brown. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um, and now we've got Calitos, Calitos <laughs> del Puerto. He's from Havana. Mm-hmm. So we've got the Latin contingent <laughs> strong in the band now, mm-hmm. but yeah, Kalitos can do a lot of uh, a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. He's absorbed a lot of different kind of music. It seems. Yeah, it seems like he's checked yeah. out a lot. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, it's 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 kind of international. So uh, so about the record, mm-hmm. uh, what else is there to say? What what other track? You know, I remember Legacy. Mm. That was nice. Do you remember how that yeah. went down? What's, yeah, your, just, what's your take on how that went down? <laughs> we just played. I, I didn't even realize we were recording. We just we just started playing, right? Well, I'm asking you. Oh, okay. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I remember. <laughs> uh, what happened exactly? Yeah. Um, I remember we went over it a little bit at one point in the, in the main room where we all played together just, just to go over it. Yeah, that's right. And then we went to our respective, uh, you know, Got in the headphones. Got in the headphones. Got the cans on, and then uh, I guess I started. I guess I counted it off, didn't I? With yeah. The sticks or something I like asked that. you. You asked I me to count it off. Count it off. So you chose the tempo. <laughs> and, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we just went into it, and then yeah, you know, it was a journey. We I don't know how long it was, but yeah, we just played. People came in and went out and phased back in, phased out. Um, it was, that was actually, yeah, it was that was probably out of all of them, the most spontaneous, for sure. I, I'd say. I mean, in terms of just the least amount of uh, thoroughly composed music and just the most amount of uh, just improvisation, collective yeah. improvisation from everybody. So it was a. Uh, it was unique in that sense. It, it was a jam. It was a jam. Yeah, and if you remember, the, the, the lead sheet had two or three different sections in it. All oh, right, right. And all we played was that one line. We kept on going in and out of that line, right? That well, we, we had the bass line, but uh, the initial bass line. Mm-hmm. That's why everybody should get the songbook. By the way, there's a songbook that, with all the lead sheets in it. And when the webinar comes in November... Those who have the songbook will be able to follow along with what we're talking about because we're going to go into a little bit more depth on 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 checking out each song and answering uh, people's questions mm. 
about if they have any questions about how we did right. it or what it was all about or mm -hmm. what the song was about, you know. I see, I see. But Legacy Lead Sheet was three or four different sections, and there was the bass line, mm -hmm. which is what we started out with. You and you and Hadrian started out with the bass line. Right, yeah, like like that, and then there was that one unison line that that, that me and Tim and Charles played. No, that that one. Yeah, right, right, And that that was all we needed to go on, and we threw it down. And um, but I remember the moment when when we do a recording when I'm in the studio and we're trying to record something. I find it real uncomfortable to switch hats. I don't. I don't do it real easily. It takes takes me a minute. Like if I if I'm playing, mm -hmm. and then then somebody says, "Well, let's listen to that back." Mm. Wow, I go into a whole other thing because because oh, okay. then I have to listen to it back, right, right. and you have to you have to think something about it. You have to listen mm. to it. You have to go. Well, uh, may, I guess maybe you don't have to think something about it, but. Yeah, I mean, I don't. <laughs> sometimes, I, sometimes I try not to, but I don't know. I mean, sometimes I, when I listen back, I just, I just say, well, that that was it. Like, you know, I'm not gonna. I, I try not to uh, do too much post uh, production, I guess, or on my part. Like, I try not to change. Even if it's something I don't like, I'm just like, uh, just it was part of it. I just, I'll just leave it, let it be what it was or what it is. But, yeah. Well, that that's, but it's also not it's also not in my album. Well, well, that that's what I mean. That's the, that's the proper. I think that's the correct musician's viewpoint. Yeah, yeah, it's the correct viewpoint. It's like you threw it down. That's it. That's it. Yeah. But then at some point, if you're making a record, right? Somebody yeah. has to make the decision. Of course. Of are you going to use it? Right. Which take? Are you going to do it again? Yeah. See, that's all the stuff I don't. I don't have yeah. to really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I tell you what, if if you if you because you're getting ready to make your first record, so mm -hmm. my cheap advice mm -hmm. is you have to figure that out, right? Because if you don't, if you want to maintain that viewpoint of well, I just threw it down and right. and uh, it it it's what it is, mm -hmm. and you want to make a record, well, somebody somebody else will has to make that decision, and right. you will you will have to assign mm -hmm. the task or right. the hat. To someone, I see. <clears throat> other than yourself, and then, you know, they'll they'll be they'll do it the way they do it, right. and you'll either like it or you won't right, well, <laughs> when, it, yeah. when it finally comes out. So, my own personal way <clears throat> of operating through the years was, I like to wear that producer's hat and make the decision of which take mm -hmm. and what I want it to sound like, mm -hmm. but doing it in the same session. Mm -hmm. As as making the music is what's tricky, especially back to back. Back to back, like yeah, you you yeah. you 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 play, and then then you say, well, let's listen to that. So it's hard for me to not have the producer hat on and listen to it and evaluate. Well, should we now do? Somebody has to decide: should we do another take right. or leave it? Mm -hmm. Is that it? Or maybe someone decided that when we when we first went in that you just. Throw it all down, and that's it. No matter what comes out. No matter what comes out. You could do that too. You get a lot true. of wide range, <laughs> wide range. Yeah. But anyway, my experience of legacy mm -hmm. was, we actually 
we actually went through days. We were in there for five days. Mm-hmm. And we actually went through days of just doing stuff and recording and doing the next thing and so right. forth. And we weren't listening too much. If yeah, you, yeah. If, if you recall, we then, did drop a lot. Yeah, we made a lot of a lot of music in that amount of time. Yeah, and then then toward the end, toward toward the last, it might have been the last day. Mm-hmm. We we had made Legacy earlier, and then told Bernie. Throw it on. Let's let's mm. listen to Legacy. Yeah, I do. I do remember when I when I finally heard it. I was like, "Oh wow!" So that's that's what it sounds like. What, is that what you thought? Well, what, yeah, well, what like, did wow. you think? I, what did you think? I, I didn't know what it was gonna. Say. I was like, you know, because I, you know, recording can be, it can be so weird like that because you have the headphones on and you, yeah. you just can't you can't tell what the whole thing sounds like. And then, of course, like you said, by then we had done so much other music in between. When we finally came back to it. I was like, man, I, I, I guess I kind of remember playing this, but it's just, I didn't realize that this is what it was. It sounded really cool. I was like, wow. Okay. So, so <laughs> Yeah, so did you like it when you heard it back? Yeah, no, I did, I did. Yeah. But, it, but it was just like, at the same time, I was like, wow, I didn't realize. I just didn't. Yeah. Well, it blew me away when I heard it because because uh, I had I had this... Uh, I, I might have been the least relaxed guy at the session because... Because I had written all this music and had all these thoughts about it. I see. See, uh-huh. and then there we are, and I'm. I want to make this record, put this new band together. Mm-hmm. We we got gigs coming up for next year, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, and right. said, "Well, let's just throw it down." I was trying to get into the attitude of "Let's just throw it down," <laughs> but it was hard. It's hard to get there. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> but you, you guys, you guys were pretty. Let's throw it down. Mm-hmm. So so that helped. Yeah. Everyone's pretty loose about yeah. Let's throw it down. So. When, when uh, all those other tunes that had that that were had some complexities to them, you know, mm-hmm. Planet Chia and yeah. Galaxy is a long suite, and uh, uh, Portals has a lot of different right. sections mm-hmm. to it. And, yeah, Portals has a lot of different sections, and um, uh, we and, and and some phrases and phrasings were tricky and so forth. Mm-hmm. We had all this stuff that we were dealing with mm-hmm. to get all that to get all that music down, and I was beginning to feel like the, like it wasn't loose enough. Because hmm. oh, okay. you, you I, as a composer, I wanted to make sure certain notes got played correctly. <laughs> I see, right, right, right. But then, as a performer, I, I want as a player, I, I wanted to make sure things felt good. Right, right, right. So that's what I was going through. So when I heard Legacy, I thought, ah, breath of fresh air, a breath of fresh, <laughs> a breath of fresh air. Yeah, because nice, nice. we just we just threw it down, you know. Mm-hmm. So that that was a that was an immediate decision to nice. to put that on. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's the only track like that on the yeah on the piece. I mean, on the whole album, really, right? Well, yeah. Pledge was pretty oh, right. pretty much of a throwdown too. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and and sections within within the music started to get loose on uh, on the rest of the on general. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, but then of course most of that a lot of that happened after the <laughs> after the session. You know, since we've been on the road so much this yeah this year, especially changing the changing the ensemble. And also the percussionist too, of course, because Purnell is playing on there. Purnell is Purnell oh, yeah, is playing, playing on the uh, on the first record. Yeah, talk about uh, talk about how talk about your take on when Luisito came into the band, because if you remember, we did the first couple of gigs with no percussionist. Right on the tour, it was in, in the UK, oh, right? Yeah, and even on the recording, uh, Purnell didn't come in till the third day or so, and he's right. not he's not on every track. He's not. And uh, it, it was initially my questioning about 
whether there should be a percussionist in the band. Because I already knew your playing a little bit and the way the way it felt playing together. And I thought, gee, I don't want to lose, I don't want to lose that looseness, uh, openness mm-hmm. that we've got in the drums. But I, I want a groove and, and, and a lot of percussion, you know. Right, so right, I, right. that's where I was at. So that's why we, if you remember, we play, oh, that's all right, that's... <laughs> yeah. I forgot that's yeah, the, that's the table that's everybody the yeah. <laughs> yeah we played um, a couple of gigs in Europe and then Luis Cito came for the just for in Italy those, the Bluno the, yeah just for those couple those of gigs, gigs at the it, uh, the Milan Bluno mm-hmm. and then I I liked it and we then we tried that again nice. we tried again at the um, Toshis Toshis Oh, Yoshi's. Uh, Yoshi's. <laughs> Toshi's. Toshi was on the tour, but that was Yoshi's. <laughs> I knew there was a she in there somewhere. Oshi. Oh, Oshi. Oh, so, um, Luisito came at Yoshi's. Mm-hmm. And so, tell me your take on all that, because to me, to me, I got a lot of thought about this. It's very interesting to, to see what goes on between you and Luisito. Do you have any uh, thought about it? Sure, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, so that first tour, we had uh, the rehearsals before before those gigs at Ronnie Scott's, and yeah, that was just with the quintet, and those first two gigs were at quintet as well. When we got to Milan, then it was the sextet, and it was a whole it was a whole different vibe. Not only because uh, there was percussion playing, you know, on the same pieces that Purnell played on, but also he was playing on most of the stuff. And also, he was right next to me. So sonically, it was just a completely different balance for me as well because, you know, I was used to hearing certain things in a certain place. But then even then, like, I, I wasn't really that used to anything because the band was still pretty new. Mm-hmm. So there was really, there was a point of reference, but it really wasn't like we had been, we had been doing it a certain way for a long time because yeah. everything was still pretty pretty fresh. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, you know, it opened up a whole different thing. Especially um, at that time, we, we weren't really doing some of the pieces that we are now, but we were doing, you know, pieces like Hot House and and Galaxy and mm-hmm. and um, Portals. Yeah, Portals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was, it was like, oh, this is. It was almost as if it was kind of made <laughs> with that in, in mind, mm-hmm. you know. And then the other thing is, it was kind of like there was there were additions to what we had already been doing. So it was pretty. It was pretty interesting. It was all new. And um, it, it took everything in a different direction, you know. But it also filled in a lot. It wasn't because you know Lucido's a very musical musical guy, so it's not he's not the overbearing guy who just wants to play everything all the all the time, all the time. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So, so that's one thing that's really great about him. Mm-hmm. He's not just a percussionist, you know. It's, Lu- it's Lucido. So um, yeah, no, it was pretty fun. And then and then we had him again. On the the West Coast tour at Yoshi's, and mm-hmm. um, I think we went to Yoshi's with a few other uh, one-off gigs, and then we also did um, Jazz Alley in Seattle. That's where we finished off. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was nice. Mm-hmm. And we started getting into all kinds of things. You know, the endings to uh, you know certain certain pieces like uh, what, we, what we're doing, like five hundred miles and stuff like that. And <laughs> remember, we were yeah. doing that like during that period, and then at the end right. would be like the drum percussion. All right, right. You know, it was yeah. like yeah. So we should do that some more. Yeah, we haven't done that in a while, actually. <laughs> I, I love those sections. 
Well, I don't know. You know, you're you're in it with with Lucita. I see what you're saying. From I'm I'm over the other side of the stage and I'm watching and, mm-hmm. and listening. I don't like when when we try to put uh, uh, put any any of the music into boxes. And mm-hmm. and that was that was one of the that was one of the things that um, when I'm working with music and one of the musicians says, well, why don't we make it more Latin or more classical or more, mm-hmm. let's play a bomba here or a domba right. here or a clomba there. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, I, I, don't, I, never thought, I never thought that way. I so I was, I was experiencing pleasure at the fact that you guys were playing these rhythms. I don't know what you were talking to one another about, but right. you were playing these rhythms without having to get formal about it. I see. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Your experiences musically come from one place, and Luisito's come from another place, and it crosses. Right, right. Cro- I, I guess it crosses in New York. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Everything crosses yeah. in New York. Yeah, yeah, everything, everything crosses <laughs> in New York. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I think it's a, a, an interesting. It's an interesting mix. Thing. It's yeah. an interesting mix that's going on for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. I think we covered some nice stuff. I think so. Uh, anything, anything you'd like, anything you'd like to say to uh, people that are not here, but who might be here? All listening? right, all those people that are just <laughs> that are that aren't here right now. Mar- <laughs> Marcus Gilmore on drums. Uh, this is, uh, I mean, yeah, so many people are going to hear. I mean, this is going to be around probably forever. I don't, I don't know. So people will be hearing this. For years to come. Uh-huh. That's right. Just say hello. Yeah. Hello. Hello. There you go. What more can you say? <laughs> hello. All right. I certainly hope you've enjoyed episode two of Music Magic with Chick Corea. Chick's conversation with the young master drummer, Marcus Gilmore. And you're listening to the song Royalty, dedicated to Marcus Gilmore's grandfather, Roy Haynes, the legendary drummer. It's from the new Chick Corea CD on Stretch Concord Records, The Vigil, available on iTunes and Amazon. This is Russ Davis from Voice of America and Moja Radio, and we hope you'll join us for the next episode of Music Magic with Chick Corea. Before I tell you about that, let me invite you to leave a five-star review on iTunes where you accessed this podcast and you'll let the rest of the world know how much you enjoyed Music Magic with Chick Corea. Now, if you're a musician and you'd like to have an up-close and personal relationship with Chick Corea in a very special webinar, you should get on the mailing list to be part of the upcoming Chick Corea workshop. The way to do that is to go to this website, chickcoreaworkshops.com. You'll not only have a chance to get on the waiting list for this must-attend online Chick Corea Music Workshop, but you can also view a great free video of a Chick Corea Music Workshop that features music with John Patitucci and Antonio Sanchez and get some thoughts from other students about what they think about Chick's workshops. Now, on episode three of Music Magic with Chick Corea, Chick sits down with the young bassist who joined the vigil for their live performances, the terrific young bass player Carlitos del Puerto. You'll hear Chick and Carlitos talk about bringing the music to life on stage. Don't forget, musicians, sign up for the Chick Corea webinar coming in March 2014 by going to the website 
chickcoreaworkshops.com and join us for episode three of Music Magic with Chick Corea. <laughs>